Tom Bernard Show with L.A. Nick. Andy Brant Bernard. Cassie Schrader. Oh, her mic wasn't on. Oh, yeah, your mic isn't on. Oh, Cassie you go. Schrader. The hell, Sorry, here turn, we go. <laughs> I turn it off when I'm doing uh, the Typing, posts yeah, and stuff, mm-hmm. and I just forget I turn it off. I will read the headline. We'll read the story upon returning. Netflix stock bombs after critical miscalculation. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Like literal bombs? Um not literal bombs. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah. wait a minute. How'd that happen? We'll be right back with a Netflix story, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business. It started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. The Walzer way includes upfront, no-haggle pricing on every single new and used vehicle they sell. If you change your mind, no problem. Check out Walzer's three-day return and 30-day exchange policy. I'm a customer, my family are customers, and many of my friends have bought cars from them. The Walzer way is really different, and I know you'll be pleasantly surprised. For great deals on new or used Acura, Audi, Buick, BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota, go to Walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. We're rocking out, man. You know this song, don't you? You dropped the bomb on yep. me. <laughs> yep. R&B, you can play any R&B. I know it all. Yeah, yeah. I, I only get one radio station in my garage. I'm in the garage a lot. And I swear they play the same ten songs over and over. Oh, and over I and just over hate over. that I, so much. I just much. want to scream. I, I hear it. Michael. I hear Michael Jackson and Prince every two seconds. Like it's oh. all they play. Mm-hmm. Oh, Let me guess. It's, it's at the top of the dial. Yeah. Yeah. They play <laughs> the same ten songs. It's oh, it drives it's, me it's, nuts. It's, it's, I can't believe it. It's it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's, yeah. Po- it's a poison song. It's the same. It's not the same band. It's the same songs. Yeah. yeah. So they'll play. They'll play. Little Red Corvette. Little Red Constantly. Corvette. Little Red Corvette. Then the poison song. Yep. And it's the same ten songs. You want to scream? Like you just played this eight songs ago. Their ratings are huge. I don't get it. During the day, their ratings are huge. Not in the morning or anything like that. I don't get the day. it. Second Wind was a clever name. Second Wind was a clever name. This new company he started called Second Shade, not as clever. Second not as clever. Shade. That doesn't even make any patio sense. Patio furniture. Yeah, but like Second Second but Shade isn't a term. Throwing shade on someone is no longer a good thing. That's a really bad thing. Well, but I mean, throwing like, you know, shade. Second Wind is something that people said. Right. Yeah, and, I've got you know, Second Hand, yeah. you know, it made sense. But Second Shade doesn't. Second Shade, man. I, Second Shade sounds like he was just banking on well, people knowing his name. He got one billion dollars for Second Second. That is unbelievable. It was a Taiwanese company. <laughs> yeah. Which in China they would tell you is a Chinese so company. Is, yeah, that's right. They would. Is Second Shade like used patio furniture? Yes. Yep. Does well, it have like ass juice on it? Yep. <laughs> Uh, the nice bought, thing about patio furniture is you can hose it off. I yes. just bought all really nice deck furniture, mm-hmm. and I bought it online, and I'm not a Target fan, but I bought it on, through Target. 
You don't like Target? Why don't you like Target? I just don't like their concept. Really? No, I don't like their employ the way their employees act. The, the the not the people behind the cash registers, but the people who work at Target, Target Corporate, and the way they they think they're they're like a cult. They're like a cult. <laughs> they are. They're like a cult. They act the like cults they're in their red shirts. Yeah, they act like they're no and not khaki pants. no not not the people who actually <laughs> work at Target, but the corporate people. Yeah, but it's got to be better than Walmart. I don't know. I've never been to Walmart. I've been in one once, and they told me to basically get lost. Where is a Walmart? Uh, I don't even know where Walmart is. 85th and West Broadway yeah. in Brooklyn Park. I don't go that far. Yeah, I don't either. I My problem to. with lately, I've been going to like Walmart and Target. Every time I go in there, they're out of stock. Of what? I know. So there's the deck. How's that even possible? That's the bathroom, right? So there's the new patio furniture. I what are you taking pictures while you're sitting down, cracking one off? Oh, that's great. Right. <laughs> oh, it's in the tub. Oh, you were in the tub. Yeah, it's okay. in the tub. So this is on the second floor. Yeah. So I oh, bought yeah, two. Terrific. I bought two sets of those. So it's a big deck. That's one. Yeah, it is a huge deck. And that's all weather. Do you have your mother-in-law helping to paint the deck? Of course I do. I saw that picture. What do you think? And you're nasty. And I have and I have Nancy cutting the grass along the driveway with a push mower. <laughs> well, no, like I I went to a Walmart the other day because I I'm growing. I have a pretty large garden and I grow pickling cucumbers because I like to make pickles. Mm-hmm. So trying to find quart size. Canning jars. Oh my god! I go to estates. There's billions of them in the basement of everyone. And they well, sit I there do- till the end. Nobody really? buys them. Well, I know, but it's like nobody has. They all have hundreds of pint size ones, nope. but I need quart. the quart size. So do you want me to get them when I see them? Well, I, I got some. Okay. I had to look around. I finally found some at Target, but it's just like my goodness. I mean, I see them at Goodwill all the time, but they price their stuff. Uh, they wanted uh, like two ninety nine a jar with a lid on it. I'm like, I can get a twelve pack for. 12 bucks. Mason jars yeah. are super trendy right now. So. Yeah, yeah, they really they use are. Them for crafts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They which... come and go a lot. You Mason jars are popular, then they're not popular. Then they're popular again. You didn't warn me about this this tri- this that that chore. Oh yeah, isn't that fun? <laughs> rolling down the garbage can down a quarter of a mile of drive. Three hundred thirty yard roll of the garbage can. It weighs hundred. It weighs more than me because Nancy fills it to the brim. Well, she you does, want to know what yeah. you need to do? You need to create like a little. I'm going to make a cart. I'm going to make a cart for the four wheeler. And then no, you just get one and it's on a remote. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> drive itself down the driveway. Yeah. Yeah, how's it get through the gate? Oh, you have to put it through a gate. Yeah, you okay. have to put it on the street. You know, when I lived there, there was that, that whole thing, and the people were all, everybody was pissed off at me about something. I don't even remember what it was. But I, I never did find out who it was. But when we lived there, somebody was mad at me about something. Oh, I know who it was. Hall- Halloween. I know who it was. Their name started with a B? Yep. I knew it, yeah. Pain <laughs> in the ass. You're a massive pain in the ass if you're listening. See, that's, anyway. the, that's the end of the driveway. Oh, okay. But, yeah, every, every day I would go out to leave i used to go to the station back then and i would go out to leave it's like five o'clock in the morning and there was a bag of garbage sitting in front of my gate every day huh. like what the hell is wrong with you but it was yeah small town yeah it is she's a nut job <laughs> i mean she is nuts uh ladies and gentlemen this is uh this is called taking a hit you ready Netflix share price, which had more than doubled since the start of the year, tumbled on Monday after the company admitted that subscriber growth is beginning to slow down. In a letter to shareholders, the company said subscriber growth between April and June had been 5.2 million, 1 million below its prediction. CBS News reports the company said it had overforecasted subscriber numbers in the strong but not stellar quarter, reports Reuters. Shares dived nearly 14% in after-hours trading. So what does that mean? If your shares dive 14%, what kind of hit is that? Well, I'll tell you. From the company's market valuation, it wiped away $25 billion. Jeez. Woo! I would cry. That is a hit to take right there. $25 billion. Imagine losing $25 billion. The problem that these people have, and you guys might know more about this than I do, The problem with places like Amazon and Netflix and Hulu and all those is they're going to come and go. I'm telling you, people are going to go, oh, yeah, Netflix is kind of an old thing now. Hulu's, yeah, it's kind of an old thing. Because new channels will come along and people will abandon the old ones. said that about Facebook, too, though. Facebook stock's just Mm -hmm. up there, man. It is still. I don't know how, but it is. It's up there. I don't go Just went up again. Mm -hmm. I do not. I bought it at 32 bucks a share, and now it's, it's... a couple hundred dollars. Is it really? Yeah. 
I hope you bought a million uh, copies, a million uh, pieces, whatever the hell they call that crap. I don't even know what they call it Shares. Uh, no, the actual stock itself. Yeah. Shares. Shares of stock. Oh, shares of yeah, stock. Shares. Okay. Yeah, whatever. I don't do that stuff. 2008 was like, yeah, okay, I'm not doing that. So I don't know. I got lucky with LinkedIn and Facebook. Well, that's good. So Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all, as a matter of fact. Uh, oh, this is not good. Do you know who Maria Butina is? I don't either. Tennis player? We're going to find out. <laughs> Maria sounds Butina. like a tennis, tennis player. player. It does Good sound tennis like a tennis player name. name. <laughs> You're right. That is a tennis player name. The U.S. government on Wednesday continued to flesh out its case against a 29-year-old Siberian woman accused of spying for Russia and has most recently revealed allegations includes offers of sex and contacts with spy agency after succeeding uh, after that uh, that actually succeeded with the KGB oh forever prosecutors laid out the allegations and documents filed Wednesday in court in an attempt to have Maria Butina detained until her trial a decision judge a judge will make today as a matter of fact or probably has already made today they show a picture yeah. of her yeah Is she good looking uh, let me look at it because beautiful right women have been a, a no. best uh, uh, weapon for Spying forever. Yeah. She's okay looking. She looks much too severe for me. She has a very severe look. At, look at her. She has a very severe look about her. Are you saying you she looks Russian? Yeah, she's not good looking. Not good looking. <laughs> <laughs> she could be, but she looks like she's mean. Yeah, well, she, she probably is mean. Probably true. Uh, so yeah, in any case, uh, it characterized her an extreme flight risk. The documents noted she has access to money and cited surveillance video that indicated she was actually planning to leave. So that's great news. So she offers up sex for favors, and now she's uh, planning to leave. And how would you let people know you're planning to leave? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's funny. That part of the world has always had that going on. It has, really? Yeah, it always had women well, I spies. I suppose that is true. Look at all the old James Bond movies. I mean, they always had women spies from Russia and, and those countries coming in and going to bed with men and getting their secrets. Um, you're going to have to figure this out for me because I don't know what this means. Uh, there are a couple of comments. Wow, man, that's some Boris and Natasha Shiite. That's what it says. She looks, yeah, yeah I see that. Uh, yeah, Natasha Fatal. Yeah, yeah. Stories from CNN and NPR were told those are fake news places, so this cannot be true. Would you get off the political horse? Good God, you people. But here's the one I don't get. And as the only woman here, you're going to have to figure it out for us, Cassie. Okay. Mojo Willie posted Daw Vagina. What, what is D A W? I think da. he he think I think he meant Das Vagina. Oh Das Vadanya. Oh, As in Das Vadanya. <laughs> yeah. Oh Ooh, Da that's Vagina. An no, mistake. it's Das Vagina. Is how it would be Das, he, not yeah, Daw. He, he did a bad version of a pun, yeah. Yeah, D A W. It's Da it's Das Vidanya. It, yeah, it's not da. Well Hey Mojo Willie, get your head out da of here. Da Vadanya. Dalvadanya. Not, not yeah. what it is. Sorry, it's not how it all works. It's not even close to what it all how it all works. So shut up, right? Oh, my kids walk around the house saying Russian accents and stuff like that. Oh, I they hope. do. <laughs> Why <laughs> yeah. do they do that? I don't know, but my because it's an easy accent. Well, my oldest what? boy is actually really good about. at it. He, they speak English but with a Russian it. accent, but then my younger or my middle one, he he can't do it at all. And he walks around, hello, comrade. Oh, God. <laughs> he's just, I'm like, what are you guys doing? They started doing it when we found out oh. in our family uh, heritage or whatever, uh, we're part Russian. So, yeah, yeah so that they think it's cool. Okay, this is, this is a horrendous Unless story. Unless they lived in Russia. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Just 11 months old, Kamaya Davis couldn't walk unassisted yet, but she was pulling herself up and walking along the walls. On July 6th, the Detroit infant was roaming what the Washington Post describes as a house in disrepair when she fell through a hole in the bedroom floor and died. Goodness. The cause of death, however, was not trauma due to the fall, but rather she drowned. Was water under the house? A press release from Wayne County cited by the Detroit uh, Free Press says the baby drowned in standing water and sewage in the uh, basement. Uh, you have standing sewage in your basement? Uh, That's must, the house must have smelled great. Yeah. The girl's 26-year-old mother, Desiah Jordan, was arrested Monday and charged with manslaughter and second-degree child abuse. How do you let your child wander around? You know there's a hole in the floor. 
I don't think she did a lot of thinking. How do you get a hole in your floor? Uh, how do you get a hole in your floor? They must have had a pole with a fireman's like, seriously, pole. Seriously, how do you get a hole? I don't know. In they your probably floor? they probably didn't own the house. They moved into one of those old abandoned houses and in figured, Detroit. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Oh yeah. How many of those you could you could right now just go claim one of those for yourselves? But the reason yeah, you can actually buy them for a dollar. The reason yeah. nobody lives yeah. in them is because of things like that. There's you know toxic mold all over the place. The woods rotting. Well, actually, oh, cities God. offering houses for one dollar, mm-hmm. but you it, the only the only thing on it trick about it is you have to restore that house within two years. In two oh. within two years. Yes. Okay. Oh, but or or what? You lose your dollar. I mean, you lose the house. Oh no! I paid a dollar for it. You know, so it's just to get people to come in and rebuild these houses because yeah. there's blocks and blocks and blocks of them. There are. I would. Lo- I would do that if Detroit wasn't such a murder hole. I think a lot of the people have left, so I don't know if there's that many murders there anymore. You think it's just completely abandoned? I don't think it's in the top murder places anymore. Let's see. One of my favorite things about Detroit. I just had a guest on the KQ Morning Show just a couple of months ago, and he. He said, man, I sold my house. I'm really happy. I said, oh, you sold your house? Where was it? I had Detroit. Downtown? He goes, yeah. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I got a fortune for it, too. I said, how much? $7,000. Seven grand, and he thought that was a fortune. My my grandparents bought their house in North Philadelphia in, like, the 40s for $15,000, which was a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. they ended up selling it when my when my grandfather died. My grandmother. It's a really bad neighborhood. North Philly's bad. Yeah. And I think they got seven thousand dollars. There you go. And it's a massive four story house. There you like go. A seven doctor's grand. Bed, like it, it was on Doctor's Row. Like you no, know, one of those houses. And now there's I think there's like eight. I went by there. It was like eighteen Haitian people living in it. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's the whole problem now. A lot of cities have waived the uh, occupant restriction. Oh yeah, there's no it doesn't exist. Doesn't even exist. Doesn't anymore. exist in in Cedar Riverside either. It's a really well, bad no. idea. Yeah. Really, really bad idea. Uh, a New York woman convicted of killing her infant daughter in the 1980s and su- suspected of killing eight of her nine children was granted parole. Oh, <laughs> of course she was. She killed eight of her nine children, and she's out on parole. Well, Women at, don't at, get sent to prison. Casey Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right I about mean, come that. on. The whole run that she killed that kid. Oh, I know it. Grand slam. I mean, it was not even a doubt. Now, attractive women don't go to prison. Oh! They have to be attractive. Judges yes. are... Swinging a miss on Mary in. Beth, I'll tell you that. Swinging... Well, she's 75 now. This oh. probably was. Well, good. yeah, that's different. It's Where is Casey Anthony, anyway? Anybody, I don't know. Should we'll uh, track her down. No, last time she was still living in Florida. Um, having a ball. Uh, let's see here. She probably, she probably she didn't seek more attention after. She yeah. did. She was, did? We will she, be right back oh. uh, in just a couple of minutes, and we'll continue this discussion at that time. Tom Bernard Show. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020. To RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. 
And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Um, I should mention in this part that Catherine's no longer with us because she fell through a hole in the floor. So. <laughs> Good God. That's happened to all the dogs, too, huh? How do you fall? How do you have a How hole? How do you have a floor? hole? I know you Like, wouldn't you patch it with something if you had a hole? You know that there's a hole in your floor and beneath that hole is sewage and you let your 11-month-old wander around. And how do you have sewage in your basement? Oh, Just let it be smell there. really good. Ew. Maybe they were pooping through the hole. I, I'm, oh. I mean, oh. It was an in-house outhouse? Uh, an in-house just, outhouse. You know, it had to be, the stench had to be horrific. Oh, because God. I just went to the bathroom in, the, in my downstairs bathroom and I just took a leak and forgot to flush it and came back like oh, two hours God. later, and it stunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so imagine re- a whole basement full. I, uh. remember, I, I, I won't rat out my friend's family, but we were at a friend's house back when I was in uh, in high school, and we are having a party, and one of the guys said, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have to go to the bathroom. I was like, well, then go use the bathroom. So he goes there and cracks one off, and then to cover up the smell, he sprayed English leather cologne all over oh. the bathroom. For the rest of time, it reeked like perfume. You ever poop. use somebody's bathroom and clog the toilet? There's no plunger? Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the worst. Like, was, that, was that movie, Dumb and Dumber? No, that's the oh, worst. Yeah. So Where he, the toilet wouldn't flush. The toilet wouldn't flush. That's the worst. Yeah, I don't like using other people's bathrooms. I don't either. I Tony don't Price? Care for it. I avoid it at all costs. Is on the line. Tony is. Okay, Tony, how are you? I'm hot. How are you? You're hot, hot, hot. Ah, uh, fine. Things are, are are going along swimmingly. Where are you now? So you're you're in North Carolina. I am in North Carolina. I thought you um, said that's just, where you're going. Uh, just outside of Raleigh, Raleigh Durham, Raleigh Durham, North Carolina. Would you say? Yeah, hello? I'm in a place called Mebbin. You're gonna do what? You're in a place Mebbin. called Mebbin. Mebbin, right? Right, right outside of Brownsville. Uh, right. You know, the last time we talked, we talked a little bit about mispronouncing the name of the town that you're in. Yes. So, Mebane is spelled M-E-B-A-N-E. A-N-E? A-N-E. Mebane. So I would pronounce those, it Mebane. Yeah, those of us from Minnesota would pronounce it Mebane. Yeah, I would. Mebane. Yo, Mebane. Isn't that right near Brownsville? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, I think it is. It could be Brownsville, North Carolina. Yeah. I want you to do me a favor while you're there. Say hello to uh, Sheriff Taylor for me. He's right I'll, I'll put that on my list. Yeah, ba- Barney Fife, say hello to Barney Fife for me. <laughs> Whenever I think of the Carolinas, I think of I'm sorry, it's the Andy Griffith show. Oh, Every it's the time. best show ever. I love that best show. Best show ever. It's on Netflix, you know. Hey, Barn. You know it's on Netflix. Yeah. You should yeah, watch every episode. I know. <laughs> I love the Andy Griffith show. It's I do too. All time favorite. Right? Oh, Barney got one bullet. That's all he got. Hey, you and he got that bullet. taken away from him a lot, too. <laughs> hey, they took the one bullet away from him all Shots the time. Shot off the foot, shot so, the ground. Have you been joined by any of the riders at this juncture? Uh, not at this one, but I just uh, finished a nice long lunch with the Gold Star Mom. Oh, excellent. In fact, uh, yeah, when we were sitting together, I said, you want to call in with me and say hi to the guy? And we were going to call in, but then we heard you were talking to some guy about cancer, and we thought, I don't think we want to interrupt that. Nah, you could interrupt cancer anytime. We were you talking want. about dogs, a dog with dogs. It was a dog thing. Yeah. So for new listeners, people who might be tuning in for the first time, uh, Tony Price is on a. Is it turned out to be a forty-eight or forty-nine state uh, bike trip? You know, you're going to have to ask me that in August. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you're going I'm that not, way. Yeah. We'll we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. But in any case, he is riding around uh, talking to Gold Star families. And, Tony, you would do a lot better describing a Gold Star family than I would. What's a, what is a Gold Star family? A Gold Star family, very simply put, is a family that a fallen hero came from. Somebody who was killed in the military came from the family. God. So nobody wants to be a Gold Star family. No. 
Yeah, and then and talking about that with uh, uh, Kathy is the mom that I just met with. Um, she was talking about that a little bit, and she said, well, I learned that I was a Blue Star mom when, you know, my her son was active duty in the Navy. And um, she recognized that she was a Blue Star mom, and then she would look at or, or imagine the Gold Star moms and think, well, you know what, when my son comes home and he gets his discharge, I'm no longer going to be a Blue Star mom. But they're always going to be a Gold Star mom or a Gold Star family. So a Blue Star is just your sons in the, or daughters in the Navy? Uh, on active duty. On active duty, okay, absolutely. On active duty is a Blue Star. And, of course, these designations started in World War One. Oh, World back War then, One, everybody, yeah. everybody knew back then, but now I'm doing this ride here, and I probably talk to, out of the first, out of the 20 people I talk to every day in all of these different towns that I go to, um, 19 of them don't know what it is. Oh, really? Yeah, in fact, uh, we were talking a little bit last time, too, about motorcycle breaking down. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One of the times that it broke down, I, I uh, was in western Pennsylvania on my way up to Lockport, New York. And I stopped on the last mile of the road because New York is a lid law state. So I had to stop and put my helmet on. Oh, and yeah, I stopped at yeah. the McDonald's right at the state line. And I put my helmet on and I'm doing my thing. And then I start my motorcycle up and it goes 10 feet and dies. Oh, and this God. guy comes over and he says, says, well, your motorcycle died. Mine does that too. And let me push you over here in the shade and we'll see if we can figure out what's going on. And I was talking to him. Turns out his daughter was killed in korea like three years ago oh god he and he did not know that he was a gold star dad oh yeah yeah that's right so that was kind of a you know a little bit of a learning experience for him and and it gave me an opportunity to do something very spontaneous you know i i uh, make sure everybody gets a really nice plaque that we've created for the families as well as you know education funds and stuff like that um but right there on the side of the road i just said i'm going to present you with this because you're a gold star dad and you deserve it that's wonderful so we have we had a little ceremony in a mcdonald's parking lot now don't you aren't you doesn't that make you very happy that you can do something like that um generally i just feel really humbled whenever i meet them yeah yeah because they've they've done something that i haven't and uh you know it's not impossible for me to become a gold star dad but it doesn't really look very likely Right, which is a good yeah. thing. You know, that's a good thing. Yeah, so I, I would just as soon not be a gold star dad. Right. But so most of the time I'm just humbled by their presence. And, and um, it does give me a sense of satisfaction that I'm doing something that should be done. You know, it's amazing to me, Tony. I was just so, sitting here thinking about this. I don't think anybody on either side of my family, my mother's family or my father's family, I don't think anyone was ever killed in combat, even though they served. Some of them very young when they served. Not one of them ever got killed in combat. Well, there's some luck running in your family. Yeah, I think I guess that, that's what it must be. I mean, I, I just uh, I, as I've told you when I when I you first came in that first day to do the podcast, uh, the Fighting Sullivans. That that is a very difficult movie to watch because. She asked when they walk up the sidewalk to her house, which one of my boys is dead? And he has to say all five. What a moment in a movie that is. Unbelievable. Yeah, the rest of the movie is really fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's they, right. They, they did a really good job with that movie. Yeah, they did. They did a wonderful job. How, how did you get involved with Gold Star in the first place? I mean, just the whole concept of it, what you wanted to do. How did that, how did that occur to you? Well... I've been a disabled vet since 91. Right. And uh, I think it was about seven years ago, I was doing something to help uh, raise some money for tee it up for the troops at a golf tournament. Yeah, oh, that's right. And a whole yep. bunch of motorcycles. Yeah, a whole bunch of motorcycles showed up, and the guys that were riding in this very large group of bikers, they said, why don't you ride with us tomorrow? And I said, okay, because that's always fun. And uh, I didn't realize what we were doing until – you know, 45 minutes into the ride, we're pulling into a residential neighborhood, and I'm thinking, what are we doing here? Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, and then I got to meet my first Gold Star mom, and you've heard that story before. Yep. Uh, that was a 22-year-old that was basically looking at being a welfare mom. Um, so I don't need to retell that story, but, uh, yeah, that was my introduction to it, and I have just uh, done everything I could to be a part of 
Gold Star families and honoring and supporting them ever since. And about three years ago, that group only rides in Minnesota. They visit families in Minnesota. So I went to their management and they said, let's do this nationally. And they laughed at me. And they said, We're nationally? <laughs> Who can do that? Well, I can. I'll go for you. Uh, anyhow, their lawyer said, no, you can't go under our banner. So a new form, a new uh, board of directors was formed, and the Gold Star Ride was born out of that. See, that's great. You just So even though they told you, yeah, you can't do it under our banner, you said, well, I'll do it under my own then. And is their banner still in existence? Oh, yeah. They've been doing it for 15 years. I think this September, they'll, I'll ride with them again in September. What, what was the and, reason? Uh, they, I think that will be their 15th year. What was the reason they didn't want to be, be have you on their banner? Uh, they asked a lawyer, and a lawyer said, no, don't let them do it. I don't oh, understand God. that. Yeah, so after that, I don't ask any more questions. Yeah. I just, do, it seems like the right thing to do. Just do it. You just sure. don't ask questions. You just do it. I like that. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. And I, you know, it's my motto every day. I think I came into the studio right before I left and told you the story of the Medal of Honor winner who basically inspired me with his words that, uh, what was it? He said, you either get them out or die trying. And if you didn't die trying, you didn't die. You didn't try hard enough. Yes, exactly. So every day I just figure I'm just going to keep on going. I'll keep on going until I'm dead or I run out of gas. All right, again, for new listeners, you're about how far into your ride to 48 or 49 states? Well, since I'm sitting on the motorcycle, I can turn it on and look at the odometer. Oh, there you go. And it says that I'm 3,023 miles into the trip. 3,023? How many states? 3,023. What's that? How many states have you been in? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to count them. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> at, though, least, three. at least 10. Well, I started in, you know, the first state that I called the official state was Wisconsin. Yes. You know, right. I started in Minnesota. I don't count Minnesota. Minnesota is going to be the last one. Right. Um, so uh, I started in Wisconsin, and I did the UP. Of course, uh, I took pictures going over the Mackinac Bridge. Thanks for the inspiration from Bob Seeger. Yes, exactly. Uh, and then I did Michigan, and I did uh, uh, stopped in Ohio, and... Pennsylvania, and then New York, then back down to Pennsylvania, then over to Massachusetts. Then uh, I don't remember exactly how I got there, but I went through Delaware, and now I've been through Maryland and Virginia, and now I'm in North Carolina. That's a wonderful thing. I mean, you got to love that. That's a tough ride from Philly down to Virginia. Uh, the toughest ride was I got too close to Washington, D.C. Yeah, I, traffic. Oh, I did this to Columbia, too. Yeah, a traffic rough, but the uh, Virginia roads are horrible, though. I thought the uh, Virginia roads were much better than uh, Pennsylvania roads. Really? But they the, must have the Maryland them. roads were the worst because they're laid out like a cobweb, and I, you know, there's no straight line to anything, and they don't label them very well. When I was in Maryland, I had to stop and look at my map on my telephone about every. 25 minutes to figure out where the heck I was, and I was found out I was always on the wrong road. God, that's so, so getting amazing. out of Maryland was tough. So but Virginia has been Virginia has been beautiful. Virginia was yeah. all day today this morning, and it reminded me that this is the reason why I'm doing this on a bike because Virginia was just gorgeous. Yeah, it's pretty steep. I was tooling. Yeah, very pretty. I would be tooling down a road and seeing a cornfield on my right and a hayfield on my left, and I'd be going like that for about five miles. And then it would just disappear into the woods, and the canopy would be so thick that I had to take my sunglasses off to see the road. Yeah. Good God. And then it would ride in. Then I'd be in the woods for five more miles, and it would it, some of this stuff. And there's no such thing out here. There's no such thing as a straight road or a road with no hills in it. So I mean, either, you're either going up a hill, down a hill, or around a curve. So you're, so you're not taking freeways. No. Not if I can help it. Yeah, that that makes complete sense. I thought you were on I, 95 I going through there. That's it's terrible. Yeah, that is terrible. I took a freeway in Michigan. That was no fun. I, I, I imagine that's probably true. So you're about one-third in, into the entire ride, right? Did you say it's going to be about 10,000 miles? should be about 20,000. So 20,000 miles. You're one-sixth into it. And and when yeah, do you want to? I've been rained on three days. Oh, God. When do you, do you Yesterday anticipate? Yesterday was really Yesterday's rain was really cool because I, I saw it coming, and I got out, the looked at the weather radar on my phone, and then I looked at the map, and I drew out the map where I was going to go, 
And, you know, sometimes when you look at weather radar, you see the great, great big green splotch or the orange or the yellow, yeah. or whatever it is. Yep. And then you'll see one white spot right in the middle where there isn't any rain. Mm-hmm. I, I managed to get into that spot and stay in it for three and a half hours yesterday. Oh, there you go. That's not bad. That's not bad. How, how... Yeah, then I got close to Baltimore, and it came down hard. That will happen. I got to take a break. We'll be right back. We will be right back, Tom Bernard Show. If you are a homeowner, you do not want to miss this free event. We are hosting a free seller workshop where we are going to teach you how to net between thirty to sixty thousand dollars more on your home sale. Plus, we are going to share our proven systems that will instantly put the control back in your corner. Guarantee yourself the results you deserve when it comes time to sell your house. Our exclusive workshop will be sold out shortly, so call now to secure your free ticket by calling 763-401-SOLD or by visiting sellerworkshop.com. This free seller workshop will be held the week of August 6th. The last workshop sold out very fast, so hurry and call Chris Lindahl Real Estate today to save your free ticket. So call now, 763-401-SOLD or visit sellerworkshop.com for times, locations, and to secure your free ticket. Okay, you know how it works. Uh, I don't promote people that aren't the real deal or don't do the right thing. This is not a bare-bones situation at all. And the best part is it's free. Let's talk about good things. Does your car work? You got a roof over your head? You got kids, parents, a spouse who loves you, or a mate? These are the good things you have because you live in America, the country that has more immigration than any other nation on Earth. You have these things because the U.S. military stands at a wall and protects you from any person or thing that would take them away from you. The entire volunteer military that stands at the ready just in case. The greatest fighting force ever known on planet Earth. Every person serving in our military is ready to lay down their life for your freedom. And all too often, they do. I'm the executive director of the Gold Star Ride Foundation, an organization set up to do just one thing. Take care of families left behind when one of our brave fighters loses their life for you. We're riding motorcycles throughout the country to achieve this purpose, and you can help. Go to goldstarride.org and make a donation or learn where we are so you can come and ride with us. It's a small thing we do. It was a huge thing that they did. Goldstarride.org. That's goldstarride.org. Make a donation today. Oh, there you go. Who's doing this version? Uh, it's just a compilation CD. Oh, it is? Yeah, I couldn't find it right now. Let's see the That is uh, that's a pretty good impression, though, of the lead singer, John Kay. Yeah. John Kay and the Sparrows, the original name of Steppenwolf. Yeah, he was good. He was good. I liked him a lot. Tony's still with us, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Tony I'm Price. still here. He's out there 3,300 miles into it, so he's about one-sixth of the way uh, through his trip. Now, people are coming and going and riding along with you. Is that true? Well, no, not very many people are riding with me anymore because they don't know what my schedule is after them. Uh, we'll call them mechanical difficulties. Yeah. But I'm anticipating meeting a group in uh, North Carolina, and we've got people waiting for us in Jacksonville, Florida, and oh, a couple good. other spots along the way. And and the stuff as we move farther down the line is, is starting to get pretty exciting. There's a pretty large contingent of people planning on meeting us in Texas and in, and in Bend, Oregon. Oh, Blockbuster. You go to Blockbuster and meet the... Yeah, you, the, go, you right? go to the last living Blockbuster. Uh, yeah, we, we, I heard you guys talk about that the other day, um, right before the cops showed up. Uh, but, yeah, there's a place called Braveheart Brewery, I think, that's going to host us for an afternoon over there in Bend, Oregon. Well, that's good. That's very, very nice. So, so uh, a lot of stops are, are starting to... Uh, People are starting to get a little bit excited about me showing up. Yeah, I think you, that's. One. You never mentioned what was the what was the mechanical problem you had. Uh, it was extensive, but the bottom line ended up being the the cause of it all was one of the positive wires off the battery was rubbing on something it wasn't supposed to rub on, hmm. but only when I only when I was sitting on the motorcycle. Oh yeah, yeah. Because the so frame goes down. On the bench, they couldn't find it. So did do a lot of damage. Uh, it cost a stator and a rotor and yep. a voltage regulator. Yep. And a cam sensor. Yep. No, not a cam. Crank sensor. Crank sensor, yep. For timing. Yeah. 
cost to us all both things. It cost us three days. That was the big thing. Yeah, that's yeah. a shame. That is too bad. I but, need- uh, Nick, I don't know if you heard this or not. The guy who actually found the problem, his name was Harley. Oh, really? That's pretty funny. Yes, his, his father, David, named him that. David's son, so Harley. Harley, David's son, who takes my motorcycle. <laughs> I, actually had the, I actually had the same problem this week on my Benelli 1130. Same exact problem. Uh, hot wire from the battery rubbing underneath the seat. But it just, all it did was cook the starter. Because it goes from the battery right to the starter. Hmm. Well, mine was, I think it went to the computer or something. Because it caused all kinds of, you know, the error codes were never right. That was the big thing. The, we got like 25 different error codes on this thing. Yeah, you got to clear them. It just put electrical charge through the whole bike. You got to clear those codes and then get the, a real code because you get a bunch of false codes when you have an electrical oh, yeah. problem. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I haven't had any codes at all since. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm kind of happy about that. I would well, imagine hopefully so. Hopefully you don't have any more problems. Well, that's, <laughs> that's always the hope. That is the hope. When are, you gonna, when are you going to check in with us again? Um, I don't know. You want me to do it again this week? Yeah, I'll, yeah. Fri- week? Pr- Friday probably be good. Yeah, Friday be good. I think that'd be great. All right, be safe. Yeah. Stay in touch. I'll talk to you on Friday. I'll I'll call you Friday. Thanks, Tony. Thank Tony, you, sir. Tony Price, Bye-bye. Gold Star Ride, ladies and gentlemen. He's uh, one sixth of the way through. One sixth of the way through at thirty three hundred miles, twenty thousand total miles, honoring Gold Star families. Gold Star families are those who have lost. A family member in combat in the the, uh, military service of the United States of America. This is why the music industry is geared to teenagers, because people stop actively seeking out new music before they're even 30 years old. I don't think that's true at all. I think it's very true. Do you really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. How many people do you know say they like bands that are newer than 30? Listen, I was thinking about this yesterday. I was thinking about this yesterday. Every single place I go. So yesterday I was in one of the big Dairy Queens, like the, almost there's like biggest McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Out in Maple Grove. Yeah, I know. I walk in about. there and they're playing. They were playing a Judas Priest song in Dairy Queen. Kind of unusual, right? You got another thing coming. Yeah, that's what they're playing. I love that's what they're that playing. song. They're playing another thing coming. So I leave there and then I'm in a. I'm in a. Uh, where did I go after that? Oh, I went to. A, I went to. Uh, stopped in a Target. I went to tar- Target and uh, had to get some some house, household products. And uh, they were playing another rock song. But So nothing past that point is safe enough to play anywhere. So, like, nothing past that genre of music. Like, later... I suppose that's a like, good point. In, what are you going to play? You're going to play hip-hop, rap? Yeah. You're going to play rap in, in these department stores? If you hear a Dairy Queen, <laughs> are you yeah, gonna play? Are you gonna play hip hop in these stores? No, you can't. You so, so what, what, what are they gonna play? They have to constantly right. play. Yeah. They can, they're, they're not gonna play like new metal because it's too aggressive. Yeah, they have they're to not play, gonna play grunge stuff. because it's too depressing. Yeah, they have to play eighties rock. Yeah. they have no choice. Nothing past eighties rock is is really sellable to sad? the masses. And no, it, it, it made me sad. I'm like, there's no, and you know what's the saddest part is, there's tons of new, new music that's great, but they'll never let you hear it. No. no. There's tons right. of great new bands. You're just never going to hear them because the industry doesn't want you to hear them. Nope. So do you think this is the problem? It's not the fact that people under 30, or over 30, excuse me, uh, don't they don't want to hear it. It's just they can't hear it. They're not allowed to hear it. They're, they're not allowed they're, to They're hear not it. letting you hear it. That's amazing. You have to be a kid to find these bands. According to a new poll, the age when, quote, musical paralysis sets in is 29 years and 10 months. Uh, 10 months, not because people want to stagnate. The majority of those polled said they'd like to expand their musical tastes. They just feel that they're stuck in a rut listening to stuff they already know. As with all uh, of man's other ills, the culprit is adulting. Things like a demanding job or caring for children make music less of a priority. That well, is absolutely. Well, true. that goes with everything, though. That goes yes, with. Yes, That's does. why. That's why everybody markets eighteen to twenty-eight year olds as a target audience. Yeah. Because after that age, you get stuck with the yeah. same clothes that you're used to wearing, the same kind of, you know, everything's the same. Well, you, you know really how change. I found new music lately. Probably the last, you know, three four years, are you know tidbits of songs that they play in TV shows. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, you like, who it is. I was watching, uh, what was that show, 
Big Little Lies or something like that on HBO. Yeah. And I heard this song called The River. I'm like, oh, I I like that. It sounds very old school R&B. And I looked it up on who it was, and it was Leon Bridges. Now, Leon Bridges is an artist today, but he's a throwback artist. He goes back to that Motown. And I'm like, wow, this guy is fantastic. I've listened to his whole album. But the, I would never have right. known about him unless I heard you know, that. That's, in you know, that's the... a good way. So if you pull up one of his videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. it'll show you other stuff mm-hmm. on the YouTube page. That's, that's how I related, found him. You can find million. You just keep going all day. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's why YouTube's addictive. With that, with it music. is. It yeah. is. But, yeah, that's how I have found new music is hearing, like, little tidbits that they put in TV shows. Yeah. I've heard a lot of great music and, on and Grey's you know, Anatomy. And you, know why, you know why they're there? Why? Because they're getting them for really cheap. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you're Probably. right. Probably. Because when right. the because a lot of them, I remember in Grey's Anatomy, they were really big on that, and they would be an artist that's just starting out, and now they're big artists. Yeah. I actually wanted to use that song that he was talking about earlier, "God's Other Thing Coming" from Judas Priest, mm-hmm. and it was it was thirty thousand dollars. Oh my God! Yeah. Thirty thousand dollars for me to use seven seconds. That's of it. why we never got a music license on this show. And thirty thousand dollars. The amazing thing is, they and the don't, record company owned it. They don't even say the right term. the The term is wrong, and yeah. people don't even know that. It's you've got another think coming, not yeah. thing. That sounds stupid, though. Yeah. Well, you got another think coming. Yes. If you it sounds think like some. That's true. You got another think coming. Sounds like some seventeenth-century British peasant. You've got another think coming. Oh, they're British. They are British. Instead of saying thought. Yeah, there you, you go. You have another thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it should be thought, but... All right. Yeah. Yeah, we've got another thought coming, yeah. Um, i got to test you guys. First of all, i got to ask you, uh, do you all appreciate the fact that it's National Hot Dog Day? You eat hot dogs? I do like hot dogs no. a lot. I used to, but they make me sick. I can eat one. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I can have one hot dog. Yeah, one. any more than that, and I get not... Yeah, it feels one hot horrible. dog. And it I, make you sick, too. Yeah, because of my Crohn's disease, I don't. Oh, pro- yeah, I can't yeah. do processed meat very well. But I, but have I, I Crohn's too, but I can do one hot dog. No yeah. wonder, because last night it was so funny. After Dave's show, we were laying in bed. He, I was talking to him. He goes, "I'm sorry, honey, I'm listening, but all I'm thinking about right now are hot dogs." And <laughs> I there started you go. laughing. He loves hot dogs. I like I, a good Chicago dog. Oh, good hot Chicago dog, dogs right. are great. Yeah. They are. Yeah. I've not there's, had a hot dog. There's in actually long time. one Home Depot somewhere in the Twin Cities. Oh, really? It's not this one. They do the Chicago hot dog? There's a guy inside that has a hot dog stand. Really? And it's it's that brand. Uh, Nathan's? Nathan's. Yeah. And he does a Chicago dog and blow your socks off. I love Chicago, Chicago dogs. dogs are good. Yeah. yeah. They are really and, but good. But I only can do one. Okay. After one, I'm sick. Your top. Okay, what do you put on your hot dogs when you eat them? I like Chicago dogs. Okay, that's everything. Though. Yeah. It's pretty much everything. Yeah. Anybody else? If not, dogs? if not, I just do one strip of mustard and some chopped raw, raw onions. That's uh, it. Uh, nobody should put ketchup on a hot dog. No. I couldn't agree more. I love ketchup. What uh, I, do, I know you do love ketchup. I have to go. I have to. I love the state fair foot long hot dogs. Uh, that's not a foot, that. by the way. I know, but I can tolerate <laughs> that was those. Like three feet. <laughs> that's like three feet. But <laughs> well, it's more natural. Like, you know those foot long hot dogs. What kind of hot dogs are you buying, man? Well, no, like. When I I can do like all beef, I can't do that mix yep, yep. of pork I'm and the chicken same way. and. Mm-hmm. But um, if same I do story. get it, I, I like just the kosher put hot dogs, ketchup and the onions they cook, mm-hmm. and oh, I can't that is heaven for me. I can't do it. I can't either. Raw onions, one strip of mustard. Here are your top ten toppings, Andy. Do you like what on your hot dogs? Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Top ten toppings. Coleslaw is number ten. Yuck. Yep, that's huge in uh, that's North Carolina. That's they call them slaw dogs, yeah, and they also dogs, okay. they also do that on hamburgers as yeah, well. Coleslaw like is just gross. Yeah, it's gross. Why do people like it so much? It's nasty. Number nine, jalapenos. They put jalapenos on everything. I now. like jalapenos. I like jalapenos, but not on everything. I like pepperoncinis better. This is one thing I would never put on anything in my life. Mayo. Uh, yeah. On a hot dog? In Japan, mayo is big on hot dogs oh. and pizza. I would never put mayo on, on it. But you know what mayo is good on? What? Corn on the cob. Really? It, it really, is? It really is. I don't know about that. No, I guess it's you, like cream you put, corn. You That's put, basically... You put mayo on a thing of corn on the cob and then salt and pepper the whole thing, you'll be blown away how yeah, good so it is. Yes, it's like cream corn. Yeah. Right. You'll be blown away how it good is. it is. Number seven is sauerkraut. Well, that's mm. Chicago, like sauerkraut dog. Chicago dog. Chicago yeah. dog, uh, Number six, onions. Yeah. Why not? Who keeps calling? Oh, it's my brother, Troy. I told him to call me after three. He calls me at three. What's wrong with you? 
Uh, in any case, so yeah, I'll call them on the way home. Uh, number six, onions. Forget it. Number five, relish. That glowing green relish they put on oh, Chicago, Chicago dogs. Phenomenal yeah. relish. I don't like regular relish though. I don't either. Yeah, it's too sweet or weird yeah. or something. Uh, number four, cheese on your hot dog. Cheese dogs are good. Mm. No, I'll take it or leave it. Yeah. I can't do it because if it's a chili dog, <laughs> yes. Terry issues. Oh, that's coming up. Mustard's number three. Yes, mustard. I would absolutely love on mustard. A mustard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But not on a hamburger. Yeah. Mustard on any, any sort nah, of ketchup meat. on a hamburger, mustard on a hot dog. A hamburger is the only thing I put both ketchup and mustard on. Yeah, Nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else. Uh, number two is chili. I, I thought, yeah, chili chili dogs yeah, are wonderful. chili dogs are good. Mm-hmm. But the number one thing is Cassie certified ketchup on a hot dog uh, is number one. I'm not it's surprised. It's just ridiculous. Well, see, I can't even do mustard. <laughs> Anybody who puts ketchup on a, on a hot dog is un-American. Well, no, I mean, I can eat it, but with mustard, un-American. I don't I know if it's my taste buds, but every time I put mustard on anything, when I bite into it, all I'm tasting is mustard. I can't but taste the But that's why you meat. just got to do a little tiny string down the hot dog. The yeah, small, you, just, you did say a little tiny string. Just one the string. smallest amount. That's all I'm tasting but is mustard. ketchup does not belong on a hot dog, people. Did you say catsup? He did. You catsup? said catsup. I said ketchup. You said, you said catsup. catsup. I heard you. You totally did. It doesn't belong on a hot dog. Nah, I'm, I'm not a ketchup guy. I, I don't like it. I don't even like it on french fries. I, I'd rather go with barbecue sauce than ketchup. It's I just all right. don't like it on hot dogs. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It actually it's grosses me out thinking about it. All right, so tomorrow I cannot be here because I'm accepting an iconic station award for KQRS at, a, iconic. at a convention. Iconic, man. We're iconic around. They have me reading a promo at KQRS right now that says, please enjoy all the Bernard moments, all of Tom's favorite interview." I have to read that about myself. I would say no. I did mm. say no, and they said you have to. Referring to yourself in the third person? That's, that's, you know, that's Tom Bernard is wonderful. That's pretty pretentious, man. You're going yeah. to be up, be up there know. with Obama. Uh, yeah, I'll be in. I'll can't be wait for the city pages to get all of that one now. <laughs> Me talking about myself. Yeah. yeah, that'll be great. I'll see you on Friday, though. See these guys tomorrow. They'll have a great show tomorrow scheduled, and I'll talk to you soon. Tom Bernard Show.